Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Rockets over the Warriors, 127-105. The Western Conference Finals tied at one game apiece. I'm still feeling good about my Warriors in five prediction. You're feeling better about it now Uh, because it'll actually go five. And I'm glad we have a series. Well, I mean, as much as look, I picked the Warriors. It's right, great. no. Look, if I'm right, I'm right. You know, look, I'd rather have a good series, and now at least we have the potential for a series. I don't know if we'll have one, but if the Warriors won tonight, we wouldn't have well, one. Well, and we should get some good post-game sound. Hey, why the hell were you guys shoving people just randomly instead of playing defense <laughs> down the stretch? And then for the referees, they're going to have to answer the question. Uh, yeah, Durant had done that on the prior possession, shoving James Harden. How is Draymond Green's... A, a common fall after Durant got a technical. <laughs> I'll, I'll hang up and listen off the air. So look what happened tonight. For the Rockets, it's simple. They got their supporting cast to play out of their shoes. Well, James Harden had an okay night. Right? He didn't shoot great. He was awful from three-point range, but he didn't have to. He finished 27-10-3. and 
but it was P.J. Tucker and Eric Gordon who did everything. Chris Paul was an okay night. Trevor Ariza was good as well. But you look at how P.J. Tucker and Eric Gordon shot from three. That's really what it was. Every time the Warriors would go down get a hoop, one of them would come back with a three. Tucker was five out of six from three-point range, and Gordon was six out of nine. Ariza, seven out of nine from the floor. They shot 51% from the floor. You take away James Harden's night, and they shot like 70% from the floor. It was a night where Houston answered the bell, and it was clearly what they had to do. Now let's get into the Warriors. Because. Set that dumpster ablaze. Let's go. go. I, I warned every I warned all the Steph Curry apologists. Steph Curry clearly is more important than Kevin Durant. As time goes on, you got to keep changing your story and try to figure out something else. Try to figure it out. Try to figure it out. Kevin Durant kept this from being an absolute joke of a game by going for 38 points. He had 36 going to the fourth quarter. Steph Curry, a very quiet 16 on 7 for 19 shooting, 1 out of 8 from 3-point range. And you can tell me all you want. Uh, he's still hurt, which he's not. He's moving around fine. He's tired, which, okay, I'll give you he's a little bit tired. But why is he tired? Why the guy plays? They play. They all play thirty minutes a night. He doesn't play defense right. either, so and he it's was not awful tonight. There was times tonight where I'm watching. Why is he overplaying on defense? Why is he not getting around to the ball? Steph Curry has been bad the first two games. Kevin Durant has carried the Golden State Warriors, and, and even time, him, he didn't score in the fourth. As time, yeah, and as time goes on, more and more, it's becoming Kevin Durant's team. It's like it was in Miami. When LeBron joined the Heat, it was, wow, it's LeBron and Wade and Chris Bosh, and how is this going to go? And now we have three superstars. And what did we see? As time went on, the first year gets into year two, into year three. It really was, this is LeBron's team, and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh are the supporting characters. And this is how it's going now for the Warriors. The more Kevin Durant's there, the longer he's there, the more it is becoming his team, and everybody else is around him. He is the guy that makes the team go. He is the guy that gets the tough baskets. He is the guy that can score 10 points in a row when the team is down, which he did a couple of times tonight. It's Kevin Durant's team. And Steph Curry is tries to has to try to figure out his way now because he's out of action. He's in and out of the lineup this year. And he's got to figure out a way. Okay, how do I come in here so it's seamless and try to figure out my way? And the first two games against the Rockets, he has had a tough time doing that. No, certainly for him tonight, the shots weren't falling. He finished only one of eight from three-point range. It, just go back to the first quarter, the disastrous first quarter the, the Warriors had overall. They failed to record a three-point basket and had seven no nine turnovers over seven from three nine turnovers in the first quarter just a miserable start to things and for curry trying to find his way trying to find the shot long stretches where he hardly saw the ball you saw he and clay thompson tonight but to combine 10 of 30 after such brilliance at least from what you saw from thompson is six of 15 from three-point range that you'll take uh, all day long, as you got in game one here, couldn't find the broad side of the barn, as it were, and, and never got themselves shot back into the game. Even when they started to make a bit of a surge, the Rockets had answer after answer, guys popping out from Steph Curry range and, and making those shots here. He just never looked like he was in a rhythm, never read the catch and shoot, and deferring to Kevin Durant, getting down on the block, and why that didn't just become the de facto move for Every possession down the stretch, starting it, hell, coming out of halftime, you're down 14. Just give the ball to Durant and let him go to work. If he's going to step up and hit 
jump shots, fine. Otherwise, who's checking him on the way to the hole? Nobody. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. No one better to break down Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals. Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports Radio. NBA analyst Chris Broussard. CB, what's happening, man? I'm great. How are you? Dude, I'm great. I want to know... Who was more active tonight? You doing whatever you've done the last couple hours or the Warriors on defense? <laughs> I actually might win that one. I mean, <laughs> you you didn't see – I mean, the, the wide-open shots that the Rockets were getting were incredible. And uh, this is obviously against one of the best defensive teams in the league. Now, look, give the Rockets credit. They had tremendous ball movement in the first half. I think they had – 21 assists on their 23 buckets. Uh, they hit 10 threes in the first half. So they they got away from that ISO-heavy attack they had had in game one, and they really moved the ball, which was great for them. Uh, so give them some credit, but Golden State, it looked like they relaxed. And after that win in game one, they kind of thought they might cruise in this series. And they found out today that that's not going to be the case. And then we see Steph Curry with a difficult game. His shot wasn't there, defensively abused most of the game. Never really a factor for the the Warriors at all. I got to be honest. I think they were too Kevin Durant-centric. Now, granted, Steph was off, and when you look at the shot attempts, you'll see Durant only had 22, Steph had 19. But they weren't the fluid ball movement, player movement, offense that we've come to know and love with Golden State, it was a lot of Durant creating everything. And Durant ISO, Durant bringing the ball up, four down, and guys kind of standing a lot more. And then when Steph took his shot, he was going one-on-one. Like, it wasn't a lot of passing. I'm sure one of the things Steve Curl talked to these guys about is where was our ball movement? Where was our passing? We try to get three passes per possession at a minimum, and guys are coming down and taking, you know, going one-on-one. So it was almost a reversal of game one in that uh, Golden State, I don't know if the stats will show this, but watching it, it looked like Golden State went more ISO and one-on-one than than, uh, Houston did. Houston went more uh, passing the ball. You know, I want to throw something by you, Chris, and tell, tell me what you think of this. When, when LeBron joined the Heat, it was, here's LeBron and Wade and Chris Bosh, and boy, how are these three stars going to do it? This is going to be awesome. And then as time went on and LeBron played there longer, it really went to, this is LeBron's team, and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh had to figure out a way to insert themselves seamlessly. I'm seeing that with Golden State, you know, with, with Curry and Durant. You know, Curry's out of the lineup towards the end of the season. Everything is flowing through Kevin Durant, and it's really, I feel like it's up to Curry to find a way. He's got to seamlessly find his way now because more and more the offense is trending towards we're going through Kevin Durant more than anything else. And that's a mistake. It shouldn't be that way. As great as Kevin Durant is, what makes Golden State great is their ball movement and player movement and that the offense really didn't flow through any one person. You're right. That's what I was saying tonight. This is how they played when Steph was out. It was a lot like Kevin Durant almost playing like LeBron James, you know, bringing the ball up, creating plays for others. When Steph is there, you don't have to do that. And that that makes Golden State regular. Not regular, they're still elite. But that 
that is that doesn't separate them from the other elite teams in the league like their normal system does. They cannot like you. Miami was a different animal because Dwayne Wade wasn't a shooter. LeBron James wasn't a shooter. He's a, you know he can get hot and streaky. He's not a great shooter and certainly wasn't back then. And so LeBron also that's how he plays. He's not like a great spot up shooter like a Kevin Durant. So he does have to kind of be the system. So that was different. This it doesn't that doesn't have to be the case. I was very disappointed in Golden State. And I was shocked that Steve Kerr let it happen because you're right. Everything was going through Durant. And here's the deal. You can say, well, Durant's so great. Why not play that way? It wasn't as effective. If you look at the regular season, when Steph Curry was on the floor versus off the floor, when he's on the floor, the the, uh, Warriors were 10 points better per 100 possessions. When Kevin Durant was on the floor, this is going to bug you out, but it's the stats. They were nearly two points worse. And their record when Steph is out and Durant's playing is not half nearly as good as when Steph plays and Durant's out. So they need to get back to that free-flowing motion offense and get away from this, you know, Kevin Durant creates everything because that just makes you just like Cleveland, just like Houston when they go all hardened all the time. So that's not what makes Golden State unique, and they're very beatable when they play that way. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon coming to you from the Geico Studios on the hotline with us. Fox Sports 1, motivational, inspirational speaker. Subscribe to his In the Zone podcast. You can find him at chrisbroussardspeaks.com, at Chris Broussard, uh, Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter as well. So all the good questions are in the losing locker room today. Because we have to wonder oh, what's yeah. going on in Draymond Green's head along the way. He gets a common fall for the shove after Durant gets a technical the preceding possession. I'm a little curious and wondering if that doesn't get corrected in post. No, it'll be interesting to see what, what they do. Um, but, yeah, look, the good news for all of us is that it looks like we may have a series. Right. You know, a lot of people were down after game one, Golden State had an easy time of it. But, you know, now it looks like we'll get a series um, going back to Golden State. Hopefully they can split there, and then this thing really gets interesting. All right, lastly, Chris, we go to the Eastern Conference. The Cavaliers going home down two zip A lot of talk today about uh, the Celtics gooning it up, and now we get ready for after a long layoff for Game 3. Can the Cavaliers come back in this? Technically they can because we know that obviously they're going home. Boston has not been good on the road in the playoffs. They're one and four. They're nine and zero at home. One and four on the road. They got lost twice to Milwaukee. Actually, lost three times to Milwaukee in in that building uh, in Milwaukee. Um, Philadelphia got a split in Philly. And the one game that they beat Philadelphia and Philly, the the Sixers just kind of gave that away to them at the end. So you would think, look, Cleveland's got the best player in the world. They're home court advantage. The Rockets don't play as well on the road. I mean, Al Horford goes from a 20-point score to a 12-point score on the road. Uh, Terry Rozier goes from like 18 down to 13. He goes from 46% shooting from three to 24% from three on the road. So they're a different team, and Cleveland's role players should play better at home. So I'm excited. 
expecting this to go back to Boston 2-2. If it goes back 3-1, then it's you would think this thing is virtually over other than, you know, you just having blind faith in LeBron James. But they go back 3-1, this is probably over. Follow him on Twitter, at Chris underscore Broussard. That's at Chris underscore Broussard. Website is ChrisBroussardSpeaks.com. You can hear him every Sunday, The Odd Couple, him and Rob Parker, 3 to 6 p.m. Pacific time. All right, real quick, Chris, your gut reaction, what was it? Was it Yanni or was it Laurel? Which one was it? I, I don't even know the difference. <laughs> There you go. I'm serious. <laughs> I've heard I've heard those names, but I have no idea what they mean. <laughs> you know what? You're better off for You're it. You're a better man you than, are, you are <laughs> than the rest of the world. It, you you got something done over the last 48 hours as opposed to the rest of the world, my friend. <laughs> hey, don't forget Chris Broussard, the In the Zone podcast. Olden Polynes, friend of the show. Oh, my guy, yeah. Guys. You know, by. old is great. Oh, oh my gosh. He's he the best. Well, yeah, you just yeah. lob it up. He's going to tell it straight. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Real, real quick, give me a tease. What was his best story he told you on the podcast? It's hard to separate his best, but, I mean, he talked about birds trash talk. He said one time they played, he was in Seattle, they were playing Larry Bird, and Bird looks at the Sonics bench. He has the ball against Derek McKee, who's a great defender. And he looks at the Sonics bench and the coach, Casey Jones, who had coached Bird in Boston, and he says, okay, I'm going to take two dribbles to my right and then cross over to the left and hit the jumper. <laughs> and McKee, McKee hears this. Everybody hears this. He does exactly that and buries it in McKee's face. And, and McPolinese was like, man. It was but he had, as you guys know, he had tremendous stories. Like, listeners got to check out that podcast because it was terrific with Olden Polly's. You know, I get a lot of ex-players, and I got to be straight honest. The ex-players are so much better than the current players. Oh, sure. Because um, they got stories. They, they're not beholden anybody anymore. They can tell it like it is, and it's just been great stuff. The In The Zone podcast, check it out. Chris Broussard right there on the top of his Twitter page as well, at Chris underscore Broussard. All right, be good, my man. We'll talk to you next week. All right, later. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. The other big topic of the day continues to be... Laurel. Or Yanni. Is it Laurel? Is it Yanni? We told you last night, anybody who hears Yanni, there's one of two reasons. Number one is because of an algorithm, whatever goes out, people hear Yanni, and some people get Laurel. Some people get Yanni, and they go, no, I hear Yanni clearly. It's Yanni, it's Yanni, it's Yanni. And uh, most all of us who hear Laurel hear Laurel because that's what's said. Before the game tonight, the Inside the NBA crew got to hear the Yanni versus Laurel. Oh, by the way, the other thing it could be, I, I would be remiss, is if... There are bots and there are people who are just pushing this and sure. saying, I'm going to say it's Yanni, even though clearly it's not Yanni. Even though the perpetrators of this came out today saying it was an experiment. Yeah, 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 exactly. So so now you understand where it's at. The, you know, And I, I'll tell you exactly, I'll give you one more reason why this is something that's fishy and why it's something that's manufactured to become a viral sensation. But first, we got to hear from the inside of the NBA guys because they all got to hear it tonight. Oh, Shaq cool. and Barkley and everybody. And what did they hear when they heard Yanni? Versus Laurel. Play it. Laurel. Uh, Shaq, what did you hear? Laurel. What did you hear? I heard them both combined, but I'm, I'm going to just go with uh, Yanni. 
You heard <laughs> what did, I heard Laurel. I heard what Laurel. Did you, what did you hear, I heard Chuck? Laurel. I thought I heard Donut. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. No, you I swear to you, I thought I heard Donut. You're the first one. You got two chances. You're the first one. Laurel and you got Donut. I, I, can, I can understand Donut. Because, I, I mean, when you're thinking certain things in well, your life. Well, if you're thinking about it, I understand. Donut. Yeah. donut. Donut. But you tell me, Shaq says, I heard Yanny. Laurel. There's no way Shaq heard Yanny. That's Shaq just saying, you know what? I'm going to push this. I'm just going to start well, this. Well, he's just hoping to get Chuck agitated and because, start a, yeah. another because, slap fight. Because how interesting of a segment is it if everybody <laughs> hears Laurel? Okay, I all heard Laurel. Okay, so somebody's got to say they heard Yanni. This is this is where people are now taking it upon themselves. I know I'm going to push this, and I'm going to be the guy that says, I heard Yanni instead of Laurel. Clearly, it's Laurel. But here's another reason we heard today why people say, oh, some people hear Laurel, some people hear Yanni, is I saw a lot of um, articles written on different websites that the human ear hears different frequencies and some people hear high frequencies and some people hear low frequencies and that's why if you can hear a high frequency, you'd hear Yanni. If you're a low frequency, you hear Laurel. And that's just stupid. That's just stupid because if that was the case, how many things that were said by anybody would people not hear? I'm sorry, did you say 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock? I didn't understand you said 3 o'clock or 4 Did President Trump say he wanted to bomb North Korea or South Korea? Well, it'd be like we were all in the club. North Korea or Iran. Yeah, We'd be in the club all the time. Here in Ace of Spades, we didn't hear what was being said. That's what it would be. This is not a frequency thing because all the time there would be a discrepancy. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say Greg Popovich? I'm sorry. Did 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 you say that 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 Kawhi is is in town or he is not in town? I can or have the court so reporter read it back to you. I don't have to have it read. Well, back go to ahead. Let, let's see how they transcribed it. Let me let me hear what I said. Go ahead. But in see all, that that movie and the plague just goes out the window. In all walks of life, there would be discrepancies with people saying, "I don't know what I heard." If you can't hear Laurel on that, I'm sorry. You have been you have been you are either perpetrating a fraud or you have been duped. That's Laurel. all I can say for you. You can't even say yeah, there's no E in it. There's no E and it's not you can say it's, it's not like was it Laurel or was it Moral? Oh, I heard Moral. I heard Laurel. It's, Laurel. I mean it's ridiculous. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You want to get some mean tweets in? We got some mean tweets. Some oh, Steph it's been a minute. Steph Curry mean tweets. Uh, do we have our music, Mr. Teicher? Thank you, Jimmy Kimmel. Mario says, hey, Jason, when you're at the lake, does someone say what kind of bait are you using? And you say, oh, you know, I'll show you. Let me reach in my hot take tackle box. Ooh, That's I like creative. that. No, that no, box. that becomes it. We put a little fishing hat on you, yeah. like you're fishing home, or you got yeah. one of those vests on. Hot take tackle the hot box. take tackle box. Oh, I got something right here. There's I no am. way feed is surviving that box. <laughs> way too hot. <laughs> Find myself another lure. No, I got something for you. I guess it looks real pretty. Oh, I'll catch the bass in the middle. Oh, that's yeah, that's great. Just a bunch of dead sardines. <laughs> And, and TJ, not Brandon Bass, will catch bass in, in the lake. Jason, don't get me wrong. I enjoy your show a lot, but sometimes your takes are very vanilla. Does this guy listen to this show? I mean, really? Wasn't me, was it? I mean, no, no, this is to Jason. Don't okay. get me wrong. I enjoy your show, but sometimes your sports... T- really? This, you listen to this? These takes are vanilla? Wow. That's something nobody's ever accused us of. Yeah. No, first of all... You want to hear the takes we have on this show? If you can't listen to the whole show, if you can't download the Best of Podcast, just watch the TV shows, listen to the radio in the morning. That's all everybody takes, Which, is what we say Well, it is a good point. 
Uh, Brandon says, Jason, you just hate on Steph Curry because he hangs... Oh, wait, wait, hang on. Wait, Brandon says, ahead. how about a Fresca hate Steph Curry because he hangs out with Halle Berry? Listen, I... I he hangs out with Halle Berry? I didn't, I didn't want to make it known, but yes, Halle Berry and I are hanging out right now. I, I don't know if it's going to lead to anything, but we are kind of hanging out. She's very nice. She's kind no of a big sex. deal. Yeah, no, and, and uh, it's, you know, like I said, it's early. In the relationship, we're taking it slow. Friend zone, yeah. Yeah, that's where we're at. You know, I mean, because, you know, she's got a lot of exes that are all athletes. And you're scared of David Justice. Yes. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't dance around it. He just went there, didn't he? <laughs> Mario says, ah, Curry, huh? In the end, Swollen Dome makes the show. Jason, you go down, no one cares. But if old Calfzilla goes down, you're a system host. Calfzilla goes down. Do people call you Calfzilla? I don't know. That's a new one. I mean, Quadzilla's been there, but Calfzilla's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Calfzilla's like, like I can see. I mean, the title of that movie's not available to us for another forty-five minutes. I can see your wife calling you that, like, "Hey, Calfzilla." Oh boy. You know, I could. Does that happen? No. 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 She call you Quadzilla. No. No. Did she call you Eddie? Jason, I swear both you guys are either high or drunk when you write your tweets because they make no sense. No, I, I think the tweets are fine. Are you high when you're writing your tweet? When you're tweeting? I've never been high. No, I don't. really? No, never. Ever. In your life? No. Never. No secondhand smoke? Get sick from it. Didn't you do an interview with Snoop Dogg? Yeah. Yeah, then you we got had a good high. Time. So then, yeah, you yeah. were high. Yeah, it was in an, no, it was in an open-air environment. Oh, it you were matter. still high. It doesn't All right, matter. then maybe I had a contact. I don't know. Yeah, it was fun, though. It, you know when you see like a storm cloud over, hey, it's going to rain? That's perfectly No, I always remember when I over Snoop Dogg. Yeah, when I went to see Pink Floyd at Soldier Field many, many years ago on that Division Bell tour. What an awful <laughs> album that was. Gave it away after listening to it once. But there was a green fog above the stadium that stayed for hours. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. I'm worried the Dodgers are tanking, Mike Harmon. I, you know, it's starting to be really might, suspicious at this point. They might be tanking. The Dodgers lose again tonight to the Marlins, and the Dodgers now sit in the NL West in last place behind the Padres, 16-26, and 26, the same record as the Marlins. Is this the biggest uh, series of Derek Jeter's career? So uh, he can flip everybody this off? Is the biggest, <laughs> this is the biggest series of Derek Jeter's career as an owner. Yeah. Blank you, blank you. This is a big series for Don Mattingly, who is walking around with you know middle fingers extended. No, that is absolutely true. Uh, yeah, the Dodgers are tanking. Yeah, both teams now projected to win 61 games Ooh. on the year. Wow, I mean, Dodgers like, over under before the season, buddy, was ninety five and a half. I, you know, I look at the Mets and I go, boy, we gave away an eleven and two start, and they're twenty and nineteen right now. But I'm like, oof, don't have the Dodgers problems at least that because they got problems. Yeah, Don Mattingly got out at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's it, what's interesting though is now you start spiraling it forward, and and the it's already the all right. What does this team look like? Not only. The rest of this season, but you start going into well. Kershaw could go into free agency. Mm-hmm. Does he want to leave? And all all of those kind of decisions that start to flow down. You look at your core and and try to look at where their contracts are and some of the veterans that you've got making sizable money health wise and and other things. I mean, Justin Turner comes back yesterday, and there were already concerns that he hurt his wrist again before that game even ended. A lot of people doing a hand wringing with him back on the diamond. 
In April, I told you my concern level for the Dodgers was at a seven because I didn't see it getting better. And people said to me, yeah, it's early. It's April. Yeah, look where they're at now. Worst record in the division. Second worst record in the National League, only behind the Cincinnati Reds. And that's really hard to do. And oh, by the way, the Reds won two games against the Dodgers. Right now, there are six teams in Major League Baseball on pace to lose at least 100 games. That's a lot of games. Uh, Including my uh, beloved White Sox. (laughs) Uh, It's not good for anybody. But yes, the the Dodgers being in in that boat right now is is a lot of... A lot of hand-wringing going on. I know our buddy Bill Plaschke hammering out the column for the L.A. Times uh, ready to to bring out the poison pen because everything spiraling at this point. Meanwhile, in a game broadcast on Facebook today, Rangers beat the Mariners by the final score of 5-1. Now, Facebook's been around a while. Bartolo Colon pitched today for the Rangers. And uh, Jay Frost... Uh, where was Bartolo Colon when Facebook first came out? So it was established in 04. That's 2004. <laughs> he came into the league with the Indians in 97 to 02. He was with the Expos in 02 and then the White Sox in 03. <laughs> so he was that? already a veteran by the time uh, Facebook was launched. <laughs> He'd already started that whole morphing thing that they do with him. <laughs> and today, during the game, Bartolo Colon got hit in the stomach with a 101-mile-an-hour ball off the bat of Segura. You're going to hear the play-by-play. The announcer doing an interview with, with Rangers manager Jeff Bannister. So that's what's going on right now. And they go, uh, wait, we got to do something else because Bartolo Colon just got hit in the stomach with a line drive. No better no better competitor than, than, than Colby. He knows exactly what he, he can do. Uh, it just He takes his stuff out there every single Day. He pitches well and uh, competes. We better let you go. Yeah, because, I got to uh, go check on my guy. All right, all right. Scott, thanks for the visit. And let's hope Bartolo Colon is all right. That ball hit hard off of Colon. He got the out. I'll tell you what, he's a great athlete, though. I think he gets his glove on this. This is a rocket back at him, and he didn't oh, get his glove on. Well. <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, I mean, he's got a little protection there. So there it is, Rangers Radio Network on the call. He was okay. He's got a little protection. He had a lot of protection. He actually joked about it. I have a big belly, so I can handle it. If you're going to get hit someplace, you want to get hit in Bartolo Colon's belly. It's not a bad bad place. He picks no. up the ball, and he gets the out. How did the ball not get lodged there? Has that become like the Ivy at Wrigley Field where you <laughs> wave your hands, it's a double? How do I pull it out? I can't, I can't find I it. Can't, I can't find it. He wins the game, and he goes seven and two-thirds innings. Gives up four hits, no earned runs. He lowers his ERA to 2.82. Bartolo Colon. Remember last year when he said, I'm, I'm done, I might retire. He was one start away from retiring. And he comes and back. Now I'm back. Uh, you know, if you're if you're an opposing major league team right now, I'm being serious, you are worried that if you hit the ball back up the middle, he's going to deflect it. You can't you can't think, I'm going to hit up the middle and get a base hit. See, anymore. I always joked with Vince Wilfork when he was in his prime for the Patriots, that name he, dropper that he swallowed runners, mm-hmm. right? He just ate them up if you if you tried to run the ball in, on the interior. Uh, same thing here, uh, Bartolo Colon can't hit it back up the box. He got lost in his overalls. Is that what happened? That is right. <laughs> that is right. Uh, the the sad thing is Bartolo's forty four. He's not getting the three hundred wins. Allegedly, he just but yeah, he just passed two forty. 
Uh, but he's a Hall of Famer on this show. I may go try to install a plaque in Cooperstown just <laughs> on my own volition. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.